The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Andre Salveson, Eric Franson, it's the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan, it's a very shortened hour here in hour number two as we will be interrupted by David Locke, Ron Boone, and Utah Jazz as they get ready to face the Miami Heat in Miami, the final game of this road trip. We'll get into Utah Jazz in just a well, we'll get into Utah Jazz Miami Heat in just a bit. We're gonna get into Utah Jazz themselves right now. Breaking news from Adrian Waldronowski. Uh you saw this, Eric. What is it? Yeah, I'm reporting on Twitter, making the announcement on on uh on Twitter that the Jazz are going to trade Dante Exum. They are trading him to Cleveland in exchange for Jordan Clarkson. Jazz will also send two future second-round picks to Cleveland in the trade. So, again, the Utah Jazz are trading Dante Exum to the Cleveland Cavaliers in exchange for Jordan Clarkson and two future second-round picks. Just barely reported on Twitter from Adrian Wojnarowski. Daddy like? Um, trying to figure out what we know about Jordan Clarkson. He's uh, it's a point okay. guard, six so people, foot four, from Missouri. Salary about thirteen and a half million. So Brian Windhorse has uh, corrected a little bit on Adrian Wojnarowski's tweet because of the two future uh, second round picks to Cleveland. Uh, Brian says that. They are sending the Cavs a 2022 San Antonio second round and a 2023 Golden State second round. So it'll actually belong to two other teams that they acquired through trades, and they're going to send those both to Cleveland instead. Hmm. So they're uh, not actually trading away any of their own That's personal. right. Yep, And that's key. By the way, that is a key note to make sure that we get on there, that uh, those are two picks from other teams. Jordan Clarkson has not started a game this year. He's coming off the bench, but he's averaging 14.5 points a game. Averaging 2.4 rebounds, 2.4 assists, uh, 0.6 steals, 0.3 blocks per game. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, Eric, I'm I'm saddened by this. I thought Dante, I mean, look, I'm not a Dante Exum fan, but I felt like he deserved more than what he was getting from Quinn Snyder. And I feel like Quinn Snyder was trying to force him out. Holding him on a short leash, pulling him at weird times, putting him in at weird times. I remember at a media day one time when I sat down and talked with Dante. He said, when I asked him after the season, like, what was it like? He said, I was confused. I didn't know when I was coming in. I didn't know when I was coming out. I didn't know why I was coming out at times. And you could just see the little frustration in his eyes. Well, how much of that is the way the coaches handle him? And how much of that is him just his maturity level, not understanding what, why he's doing things wrong? Sure, yeah. Absolutely, but I think there was times where he like he like Craig Smith is great with Brock Miller because he says Brock shoot even if you miss, keep shooting. You have the green light. If Brock were to go in there and Craig said you take two dumb shots and you miss them, I'm pulling you out for the rest of the night. Brock and he's always going to have that in the back of his mind. Yeah, He'll always be gun shy. Here's the thing: right. Dante Exum. Went out there to go play a game of basketball, and it was always crap. If I make one, if I make the slightest mistake, if I go under a screen instead of over a screen, if I don't make the right rotation on defense, if I don't move over to the corner from the wing on offense to give my guy some clearing space, he's gonna pull me. He's gonna pull me. 
And it, and it just it's it's so tough to play with that cloud over your head. And that's what happened to Dante Exum. He played with a cloud over his head, and now he's being traded to Cleveland, which, by the way, he'll probably start in Cleveland. Well, he'll get minutes. He'll get significant minutes. Uh, uh, you know what? And I hope he does. Yeah. I, I yeah. hope for Dante Exum's sake he finds a place that works for him. He's a young talent. I think he still has years to play in the NBA if he can stay healthy and find the right situation. Uh, for the Utah Jazz... There was always this hope. We like the idea of Dante Exum, but we rarely saw it play out for a long enough time for it to be worth it. So here, so the, you couple that, that Dante Exum experiment just never came to fruition with, on the other side, that this Utah bench has really lacked scoring. They've lacked a punch. They've needed to figure something out. Now I think they've solved that. Jordan Clarkson provides scoring. He provides some offense off the bench. He's a point guard. He can also help facilitate. He can but he make can't defend. Happen. Look, just the other day, uh, on Friday, he dropped 33 points against Memphis. He can't guard. Jimmy Fredette could put up 30, but he still but can't you know play defense. If you're, putting, if you're putting Ingles in the starting lineup and you have Royce O'Neal coming off the bench, you've got your defensive stopper in there with the second unit. I think it's okay. It works out. Jordan Clarkson had six rebounds, one assist, one block, and 33 points against Memphis just on Friday. Uh, he scored 10 points against Charlotte, nine against Toronto, uh, 13 against Milwaukee before that. Again, Dante Exum traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers in return. Utah gives Dante, uh, Dante Exum to Cleveland for Jordan Clarkson. As uh, is Utah will also give two second-round picks who they got from other teams. The uh, It will be a San Antonio second from 2022 and a 2023 Golden State second. Is that too much? For- no. Look, you need, some, you need help off the bench. This second unit for Utah is bad. has really struggled offensively. You need to have that threat that you can do something when the starters go out. That It's not going to be a total... Turnaround that teams just all of a sudden flip the switch on you. Um, Jordan Clarkson, uh, just a couple of the games where he's really gone off offensively. Like I said, the 33 points against Memphis on Friday, he scored 25 against San Antonio earlier this month, uh, 19 against Boston. He's also had a 23 point game against Brooklyn, a 28 point game versus Portland. So this guy can put up points. Um, he he does assist. He does share the ball a little bit. It's not dramatic, but I think it's. I, I like the move. The initial reactions again. This just barely happened, but the initial reactions are, I, I think, pretty good. I think Jordan Clarkson could be a guy that's young enough, offensive minded enough, to uh, help that second unit. It still provides some punch when when the starters need to take a blow. Got it. Understood. Again, Jordan Clarkson is coming to Utah. Dante Exum goes to Cleveland, as does two second-round picks, one from San Antonio, one from Golden State. Uh, The Dante Exum era is over. (laughs) Think Uh, about this. Dan Clayton weighs in. I love Dan Clayton. He's a respected source. We enjoy having him on. He says, I really don't like this trade for Utah. 
But on a personal level, I'm glad that Dante Exum is going to be able to play the game of basketball. Yeah. I you know what that's a great way to put it, Dan. That's a great way to put it. Huh. I like it. Hey, a couple quick uh, late text messages came in about USU football. Can I he, they just want to get your opinion on a couple yeah, of things. If we got a second, if we got time. Okay. Uh do we think he says, do we think some of the loss of intensity is because he knew Coach Anderson he's speaking of didn't have the players to compete? It might be that he already knew the outcome. Yes or no? I don't buy that. Okay. You, you still you, you know what you have, and if you think that you don't have the guys that are going to get you to that Mountain West Conference Championship level, you can still coach up the guys that you do have to get them prepared to be at that level next year. Mm-hmm. You don't just throw in the towel. I like it. Great question from uh, 0120. You can text us at 435-339-0321. Just have to send your message. Message and data rates apply as your service is contracted to to do so. Uh, Getting back to Utah Jazz now. Now they get ready for the Miami Heat tonight. No Mike Conley. Eric, what does the starting lineup look like? For tonight? Yeah. I just saw it. Um, I don't know if I can find it in time. Okay, well, fine. No Mike Conley. That's no Mike the, Conley. That is the most important part. Yes. Uh, Dante. Excuse me, Dante. Uh, it's Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Dante's starting tonight as a warm-up for Cleveland. Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, uh, who else? Royce O'Neal, Rudy Gobert, and Boyan Bogdanovich. That's your starting five. By the way, Bud Young, and this is thanks to uh, our guy, our intern, Adam, for printing out these numbers. These are really good. Uh, Bojan Bojanovic, in 26 games, is averaging just under 21.5 points, 45% from the field, 45% from deep, 88% from the line. And he's averaging just 4.5 rebounds. Like This guy, two, by the way, two assists along with that. That's solid work. You know, for some of the criticism like that you like to levy on the Jazz for yes. what they gave up and yes. what they spent oh, to get yeah, Mike sure. Connolly, I think they deserve all the credit and all the praise for Bingo. what they did to I'm land Boyan Bogdanovich. I am absolutely with you on He that. has been a gem. Uh, he, without, I mean, he has saved the Jazz on numerous occasions. Yeah, he was in a bit of a shooting slump there a week ago, two weeks ago, but he's he's got back out of it. Uh, he's been He's been awesome. Yeah, I. You know what? You're right. I have been very critical of what they gave from Mike Conley and how much they're paying him. But I, the other side of it, you, you're right. What they got for Bogdanovich from him has been incredible. But I don't like their matchup versus the Heat tonight. I feel like without Mike Conley, they don't have the front or the backcourt. Excuse me, the backcourt depth to be able to keep up with the Miami Heat. With no Dwayne Wade, by the way, they only have Jimmy Butler. Well, Miami is is doing something right now like the Jazz used to do with Derek Favors and Rudy Gobert with how they use their front court, and it's working very effective for them. They're a really good team. They've had some big wins against the top teams in the NBA, and they are very good at home. This is a big challenge tonight for the Jazz. And the announcement of this trade right before the game starts, which I'm sure players knew this was going to be happening. How does that affect the team? Is it a positive? Uh, is it a, a cloud over them? I don't know. Um, the Jazz have made some midseason trades with the Cleveland Cavaliers before, and it's worked out okay. Um, but uh, yeah, this is 
This is an interesting showdown tonight. Miami, one of the best teams in the East. Kind of a surprise, I think, with how well they've played this season. Yeah, I, and even with the fact that freaking um, that Jimmy Butler's on their team, just like when you think of Jimmy Butler, you think, well, these guys are, it's going to be a mess because Jimmy Butler ruins everything every time. <laughs> They're the number three team in the East right now. They're 21-8. and eight. Um, They've won seven of their last ten. They're playing some good basketball right now. And how well the Jazz get to the rim, I think, is going to be the biggest question mark in this game. All right, Eric, I, I, I want to do something really quickly here. Since 2010, okay, this decade, their first-round picks. <laughs> you ready for this? Gordon Hayward, Enos Cantor, uh, Georgie Dieng, Shabazz Muhammad, Dante Exum, Ronnie Hood, Trey Lyles, Tarion Walker-Prince, uh, Tyler Linden, or, yeah, Lydon, and Josh Hart, Grayson Allen. That is up to last year. They are no longer a part of the Jazz team. In the last year? Some of those guys haven't been with the Jazz for a while. No, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. So, I'm saying in the last nine years of draft picks, oh, like excluding oh. this, uh, this, this previous draft, that was all their first-round draft picks, and none of them are with the Jazz anymore. That is surprising. That is interesting. Uh, so Donovan Mitchell's like the lone guy in yep. that group, probably. Yep. In fact, you know what? They didn't even have. Did I miss that? Yeah, they don't even have Donovan Mitchell on the list. Oh, because he was via a trade. Well, that's true. They didn't originally draft him. Yeah. The Nuggets did, and the then Nuggets they got him in a trade him. for Trey Lyles. It was a draft day trade. For Trey Lyles. Poor Nuggets. When are you ever going to learn? Hey, just a couple minutes left. Did you know they originally drafted Emmanuel Moutier? Oh, they did. So that's another one where yeah. the Jazz benefited from their trade, from their drafts. And Rudy was no Rudy Gobert wasn't right. Yeah, Rudy, was Rudy Gobert was another one of the Denver group. It was a trade with on draft day. Huh? What do you know? Hey, Eric, just 90 seconds left in the show before we turn it over to David Locke and Ron Boone of the Utah Jazz and get you ready for the Jazz and Heat tonight. Uh, this Jazz team, what do they need to do to get a big road win tonight? What would you like to see from this team? Well, uh, I mean, they've had a lot of close games here recently, but they're still finding ways to win. Uh, they've let themselves get down by double digits to teams they have no business being down against. But I like how they dial up the defensive pressure and they have really high ball movement with what's going on. So uh, they've got to have that continue. Got to share the ball. Don't let it stick. Um, let things keep slinging around. And I think this Jazz team will be okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it, I think it's ball movement. I think Rudy Gobert's got to have a great game as well. All right, Eric, uh, to wrap it up, I think it's the best way to do it. So who won pick six? Pick six, um, without going through all of them, you won. You beat me three to one. See, Eric, it was not good. Pure domination. Here, and I even got you a special pick six gift. <gasps> What'd you get me? It's it's a it's a box. It's something in a box. It's a little uh, cooler cup to put a, a cool beverage or a hot beverage. Well, I'm and a Utah put, State logo on. I'm going to put this underneath my tree and wrap it up to open it up on Thanksgiving or uh, Christmas <laughs> Day. Hey, for Eric Francis, for our intern, Adam Lurcher, who did a great job getting us the research. I'm Audrey Salison. David Locke, Ron Boone. It's Utah Jazz Basketball.